Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Check, check, check. What up, world? This is the man with the plan, Bert McGurk, a.k.a. PR, the king of hearts. And you are now tuned in to Clocking Out, the podcast you listen to. You need to get motivated and inspired to doing bigger and better things. What's going on, everybody? How you doing? How you living? How you been? Uh... Another episode today of Clocking Out. I have a special guest with me today. Special guest, say your name and tell us where you're from. What's going on? My name is Chris Kelly. You may know me as Kells on socials, uh, but I'm actually from upstate New York. All right, and what do you do, Kells? What are, what are you going to tell the people about what you got going on right now? What's your profession? What's your skill? What's your hobby? What's your thing? Man, I feel like I have a... Uh... I'm a man of many hats. Um, I started with videography, um, learning that. And then through that, I, I loved, uh, I've, I've always loved photography. So I kind of got into that once I got a, uh, a DSLR and I've been doing photo shoots since then. And then I've always loved editing. So I kind of have like multi hats where video, photography, editor. And then recently I started to uh, dive into like more of the graphic aspect. So uh, just, yeah, anything creative, I really just kind of gravitate towards yeah man i've been following you for a minute and i see that you you basically touch on anything that has to do with creative and expressing yourself in any way and i really like that i like that uh that you're basically dipping into all the new stuff as well i know recently we started talking about nfts and things like that as well how you're curious of doing something with that too right yes absolutely yeah i've seen a lot of people on twitter doing uh doing very well with themselves and uh just having a community where the photo community is basically like kind of supporting each other, um, sharing each other's work. So that's, that's really dope to see. Cause sometimes, you know, it's more of like a competition you feel like. Um, but, uh, recently I found a lot of people who have like kind of gotten out of that mindset and it's more like a community based aspect where everybody's sharing each other's work instead of, you know, like, being negative about it or not not having that mindset of like you know these people are are competing with me so i'm not going to share it so that's definitely refreshing yeah exactly i've always been about that Exactly, yeah, because I know it, with a lot of things especially i mean i don't know I, I i don't know if you feel different but i feel like when growing up it was a lot of mysterious type of uh, a vibe behind artists and things like that what they mm-hmm. did whether they were a music artist or an actor or an actress whatever they always had this thing where it's like they were there for a while but then other than that they would disappear and they'd be like MIA where now it's totally different where now people are on the spotlight on a daily basis and they're always trying to get people's attention and at the same time it's kind of weird because Growing up, you never really found people openly giving advice and openly uh, giving tips or or explaining how they did something from A to Z. Because before it was mm-hmm. like, you know, they didn't want to share it. It was like, oh, no, I don't want you to know because I don't want you to make money. or I don't want you to be successful or be better than me or whatever. Where now you got people making tutorials and showing step by step shit online, you know, for free. So, like, with all that going on, do you agree with that do you like it do you not like it do you do you think it's something good as far as for the art or the the business side of things or do you feel like that's something that's that's not a bad thing at all like it's something that actually helps it or do you feel like it harms it when people do things like that i mean honestly i i think it helps it because the way i see it um it's something that i love uh and what you were saying before, it was almost like, yeah, the, like people were gatekeeping it and like not kind of keeping it for themselves. Whereas now it's more of like the sharing aspect, like 
tutorials. But I, re I really think that there's enough money and resources to go around because if you think about it, like all you have to do is really be successful in the terms of, let's say, making the same amount of money as you would in a nine to five. Like that to me is ultimately successful. If you're doing something that you love and you're also getting the same amount that you would make at like a, a job where you might hate, you know, you're living the way you want to live on your terms, doing something that you love. And I think there's obviously more room for you to grow financially if, if you, you know, really hustle and, and find the right avenues. Um, obviously, like if you're doing a nine, there's nothing wrong with that. But me personally, I'm just, if I'm in like a certain job, like my mind's going crazy and I can't focus on what the task would be. So I know for a fact that like that's something that avenue wise would not be good for me. Yeah, no, I feel the same way, honestly. I, I've like I've done the nine to five. I am in the nine to five. I do deal with all that stuff and I totally agree with you and I get what you mean. Like your mind is totally focused on what you really want to do, but then at the same mm -hmm. time you're occupied with these things that you feel like you have to do because society and all this other shit is like, Yeah, it's normal to do a nine to five and to do that for a good majority of your life and then retire with only a few years left and everything and like when you get yeah. older it's like you hear people say certain things, but it's like the generation before us didn't really know that much like our parents or whoever it was that was passing down things just told us to do the safety thing of just find a job with good benefits that have good um you know retirement funds or whatever the hell it was and you never really questioned it until you started doing it and then you go through the process of the repetitive shit of going from one job to another job to another and despite them being for different companies it's the same shit it's the same you have to go somewhere clock in clock out and then you have to do what someone's telling you and no matter how hard you work there's always someone you bump into in the same the same um what's it called like the 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 same field or whatever that's doing less work than you that's getting paid the same and then you're like yo what the fuck like and it's like yo i'm doing all this for what like i saw this one meme shit that i always see floating around that it's uh mm. this dude that's working a nine to five and that his boss pulls up in a new mercedes or some shit <clears throat> okay. and then he tells the boss oh nice car and the boss goes, yeah, if you keep working your ass off and you keep putting on the time and dedication <laughs> and everything, by next year, I could buy myself another one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, man, like, it's true. Because, like, all you're doing is working a nine to five. Like, and it's true. Like, you could save up money, but a lot of people just work the job and they just, that's it. They just work the job. They don't think about, okay, let me use this as a stepping stone to do what I really want to do. Instead, they get really comfortable with it and they don't do nothing. And then by the time that they think of doing something with that money or that extra time that they have, they feel like it's too late because they're too old or the time's passed of that error or whatever the fuck. And like a lot of things now, especially with the way social media is, is showing everybody that that's, that's not the case, man. You could be as old as you want. You could be doing whatever mm -hmm. you want and you can start from today. Literally, it doesn't matter. Like the internet and society the way that it's starting to be programmed they really don't give a fuck about your age and nothing it's just okay like i got free time i don't care what your age is but if you're gonna post something every day and it's interesting i'm gonna check it out every day and i'm gonna keep coming back for it yeah so i mean i think that's kind of what really sparked and just the fact of the pandemic kind of everybody blowing up on tiktok and everything because people had more time on their hands and it's like what do i do right now and then they're just showcasing who they are as a person. And that's kind of like what the feel of, of TikTok is and how authentic it is. Because, you know, 
some of the other social medias might be more based in uh, like trying to make it look like a highlight reel. Whereas, you know, TikTok will showcase more of like the emotional side or just who you are. And, you know, there might be mistakes and stuff that people post, but it's like, it's refreshing to see that, you know, people want to like not edit every little thing to be perfect and still, you know, blow up. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I totally think that like we are like the generation that's almost breaking traditions in like every sense. And you, you see there's really no set in stone age for, for, you know, making it happen. Like you said, uh, you can learn a new hobby at any, any time, something that you thought maybe, you know, you, you'd enjoy as a kid. And then you just, you know, got all hooked into the the machine of, of working. And then later on in life, you're like, Oh, what, what could have been like, you can literally start now and, and see, what what would work and i mean for me personally like i i still do have a job that i go to um i i do window glazing um and, and installation so i'm still teetering on the, the uh like that sense of being a creative full-time but the one luxury that i have is that i i work for like one of my best friends dad's company um and like he's very lenient where if i need to do something creative work you know, I just let them know and, and we work something out and just working with your friends is always like amazing. But there's yeah, still always that, up, that, that moment. There's still a moment of like, you know, when I'm there, knowing in the back of my mind that I have something edited or, you know, I could be doing something uh, creatively. But I do get to see some dope shots and, and, and I've gotten a lot of dope photography out of being in certain spots at certain times, you know, because it's like a early call. So I've seen a lot of, a lot of nice sunrises. Yeah, no, nah, I've seen a lot of your work, and I like a lot of things, and there's a lot of times that I'm like, yo, I don't know how the fuck he got to that place at that time, or mm. it, it, whether it's it's the weather or the area, or it's like, did, did you always wonder, you always see a picture, and a lot of people just look at it, and then there's other people that look at it, and it's like, all right, I wonder what it was like for the person taking it, and how they got there, or what they were thinking about or what made them want to go to that spot. Cause that's a real random spot. Like how did they figure out that it would look that good at that angle? How did they get to that place? Like what's the story? You know, there's a whole bunch of different things. And with all that, do you feel like being that you mentioned TikTok? And how people get to share stuff. Cause I truly believe that the pandemic sparked like a whole new wave of people who literally, like you said, everyone got famous on TikTok and a lot of other social media stuff because I feel just like you said, the pandemic and the whole COVID stuff and the lockdown got people to do one or two things. Either one, sit down and do a whole bunch of nothing and just start scrolling and looking at whatever else everybody else was doing. Or they were the other opposite on the other side of that. And they were the ones who were creating stuff and posting stuff for the people who were looking for something to watch. So as far as expressing yourself and everything and showing people that that creative side of you or the story behind the person and getting them to know you better, not just the entertainment side and the emotional side and how you got from A to B and, you know, the process. What do you feel are some applications um, being a photographer and a videographer what do you feel is something that people who are starting out or people who have been doing it for a while and haven't really had a good run at it should try out? Do you think they should stick to TikTok? Do you think they should uh, only do Instagram or specifically do a certain app? You think they should do a little bit of everything? Like, cause I know there's people that say, oh yeah, 
put your time into everything and put a little bit of this and that and then but then some people be like ah, i really don't see photography working on this i feel like photography is only for instagram or it only works if you have your own website or like what do you feel about that what do you think is some good things and bad things what applications work what applications people should stay away from because it's kind of like a bad thing or or something not to be like uh, an, an app that you feel doesn't really go with photography or videography you know because i know sometimes when you're doing music or something like that there's a lot of people be like oh they hear you have a soundcloud and a lot of people knock it or if you don't have you don't have specifically um a lot of people are biased and they'll only listen to it if it's on spotify or only on apple play or like stuff like that do you feel like that's the same thing when it comes to photography and videography like is there anything because like, i'm not a photographer but it's like when it comes to music i think of that i know when i start telling people i get a little subconscious and be like should i give them my my soundcloud or my link to all of them or specifically my my spotify or my apple play do you get the same way do you feel like you should just give them your instagram to look at your pictures or a website that lets them see a, a, a little bit of everything that you're doing or a specific site like facebook only or your linkedin only because it's more professional now than facebook or what do you feel when it comes to doing your version of art Definitely. I know you touched on a lot of things, so I'm going to try to hit each one. Yeah, my bad. I'm getting caught up and I'm no, talking. You're good. You're good. <laughs> so whatever, whatever you go on, it, we'll just keep going. Definitely. Yeah, no, it gives me, it gives me things to work off of. I love it. Um, so I 100% um, agree with what you say about like kind of uh, how like a photographer gets to a photo and stuff like that. Um, I think it's also cool when you see them talk about it like, because, like you said, you, you know, you see this awesome shot and you're like, wow, how did this person get it? And then, like, if you scroll under it and they're like, oh, I hiked at 12 a.m., like, 10 hours to get the sunrise or something like that, you know? That, that's always cool to see. Um, and I think that I've seen that happen a lot more on Twitter. And like I was saying earlier, the um, there's a, a pretty good photo community on Twitter. Um, and everybody's like, pretty much like share, sharing their work if you if you can find um the right people uh, and i and like 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 how we do it how we'll communicate back and forth i feel like twitter has more of an engagement in that aspect where it's not just like one like a oh this looks nice and then somebody responding thank you and then it's like over where I feel like that kind of happens on Instagram. I yeah. feel like you can have more of a conversation back and forth. People engage for a long time. You can put threads so that you can put, you can link all of, like, let's say you wanted to put all of your sunrise photos. You could just keep doing that. And then you can have like something that you like pinned. It has, I feel like more of a, I don't know, um, a, your personality based, you know, you can have just direct thoughts. And then, um, video i would i would mainly not mainly but i would definitely say like instagram reels and uh tiktok and then photography you can also like edit the photos for tiktok i feel like there there's a lot of photographers who are blowing up on tiktok and you just see their they showcase their work and they edit it in a way where you know you can do all the trendy sounds and just uh you know, showcase your work that way. So and I definitely think there's um, those avenues. I personally have strayed away from Facebook and LinkedIn 
that doesn't mean that they don't work. I just, you know, like you said, there's a lot of apps, so sometimes to, to keep them all in line, it's, it's definitely hard. Yeah, I, I know. I, I jump around, like, uh, honestly, I try to, like, throughout the week, I'll give, like, an hour or so to each little thing, and then I jump around. And whichever one gives me the most feedback, I try to give that one the most attention because it's it's the most feedback it's the most active it's the most people talking back and forth and it, i feel the same way i feel twitter is the best thing out there right now because it's like you're it's like text messaging like it's right there it's real time everyone mm-hmm. yeah if, if anyone's posting something they're on it like you know where instagram they post something and then they like to act like they didn't see it for like a fucking day or some shit and they're like oh thank you and all oh, whatever it's like what the fuck like all right whatever you and clearly you see that and even there, you could see that they're online, so it's like, I know you saw it. Exactly. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? But on Instagram, it's like the people who are on there are literally on there to reach out is that some of them are just either a little intimidated or they don't quite understand that that's how it's supposed to be on I mean, on, on Twitter. They feel yeah. like, oh, this is just like Facebook or Instagram. I looked at it, and then I'll I'll answer back, like, tomorrow or some shit. It's like, no, that's the whole point. Like, the, a tweet is only alive literally for, like, 30 seconds. After that, no one gives a fuck. It's, it's gone. Unless they're really following you and they're on your shit, like, every day, they won't really look at it and take the time to answer back. If they don't know you and you don't do that thing to build a relationship with them, they're not going to care. They're going to see your picture and be like, okay, they posted again, whatever. But if they see your picture and they have some type of thing with you it doesn't matter what it is like oh this is the person who hit me up the other day i remember that tag or that photo or whatever it is and they'll just answer back just because of that and even that little thing that little back and forth of that small interaction builds off into something else and that can lead to you don't know what the fuck because look at what happened with me and you like we just started talking on on social media and that just kept building up where one after another we just kept going back and forth and that's what happened with a lot of people lately that i've been bumping into and shit like that and i like that i like the the whole networking thing i like the whole communication aspect of twitter which i really really i agree with you on that and then as far as um instagram i also feel like that's that's another good thing too and then the linkedin is uh that's some shit I've been trying to fuck with lately, but I still really don't get it. Like, I thought it would be, like, mm-hmm. Facebook, and it's really fucking not. Like, I'm so confused. I get notifications about shit that I didn't even know I was following, or I don't even know. But I'm trying to fuck with all that. But the other thing that I wanted to ask you, you mentioned all the editing and everything like that. Do you feel, or being that I'm pretty sure you've dabbled in all the little features and shit that all these apps have to do, being that you're experienced in all these other applications, because I try, it's even iMovie, and I feel like that's a little overwhelming sometimes, and I can't fuck with that mm-hmm. shit. Like, I could cut and, and, and like, you know, do the whole star fucking fade in and out shit, like, other than that, the whole effects and little color adjusting, I'll end up looking orange or green or some shit. Like, do you <laughs> feel all these people who are doing stuff? Because this is the question I ask myself a lot, and I'm pretty sure other people listening ask also. Do you feel everyone is strictly using just the tools on those applications to make these videos the way that they are? Or do you think that they're just using them to promote what they can do and they're using other things like fucking Final Cut Pro and After Effects and all that stuff. I definitely think that there is a level of um, editing outside of like TikTok. Um, I think, um, what is it? I think like Video Leap, they have a bunch of uh, apps that are like phone-based too that you can edit with. But like when you're watching TikTok, you'll see like 
literal ads for them. And I think um, a lot of TikTok creators do use that. And for me, it's funny because I'll be like, even even me who knows how to edit and stuff, like I'll watch a video and stuff and be like, they definitely didn't edit that in TikTok, did they? Because I'll go to like do what they did in, in the actual application and I feel like a grandpa where I can't, I can't figure it out. So then I'll literally just go and do what I know in Premiere and like it's one, two, three. <laughs> so for me, I, th- I mean, if you know, if people know how to do it in, um, in TikTok, that's good for them. But yeah, for no, me, it's no. like, um, I have some aspects where it's just like a brain fart for me. And I'm like, nope, I don't understand this right now. Let me, let me not waste the time and do it where I know it. Yeah, exactly. I, I got frustrated a few times. I see a few ads here and there of like, oh, this video on TikTok or this video on it. I'm like, all right. And then I really don't fuck with TikTok like that. I'll see someone post a dope video and then I go on TikTok and then I start fucking with the edits and shit. And I think, yeah, this is how they did it. And I'm like, this is not how the fuck they did it. This is some bullshit. And then like <laughs> I end up on going on YouTube and this and that for like an hour trying to figure it out and whatever. Anyway, but as far as um your stuff goes and what you're doing what's like the most latest thing that you've done what's something that you're really excited about that's either already out or that's coming out that you've been looking forward to doing or um as far as working with someone that you've been looking to work with or uh, an idea that you've been looking to do or a project that you've been looking to be a part of is there anything like that that's already happened that's out already or something that's in the works right now so as far as, um, yeah, so there's a bunch of things. Um, being that everything's kind of opening back up um, throughout the pandemic, I was basically, I wasn't taking too much. I was just basically, um, if anything fell on my lap, I was I was taking it. But I wasn't like balls to the wall, like um, pushing myself out there just, just to make sure everything was safe and everything. And now that um, things are looking a lot better, um, I've definitely been dabbling with stuff, but um, something that we actually just found out today, um, over the weekend, we, um, me and my friends uh, shot a 72-hour film in this competition. So it was Newark-based, um, and it was a, you have to, you get a, a topic and an action, and in the span of 72 hours, you have to write, film, direct, edit a film. Um, so it starts on it started on Friday, and the action was or the the theme was serendipity, and then the action was um, uh, pushing a button. So uh, we submitted wait, our on, film. Hold on, wait, what? <laughs> this was yeah. Did you did wait? You guys, this is what you guys. Was it something you picked, or was it like a pick a thing out of a hat type thing, or it's what they gave you? I don't like, know. Exactly. They gave gave it to us. The organizer gave us sent us an email with the the theme and the, the action. I, so, I was uh, gonna say, how yeah. the hell do you land yeah. going push a button? <laughs> oh man! Um, but yeah, so we just had a screening right before this call, which I told you about. That's why I wanted to push it back, and then um, yeah, we ended up winning. Actually, that's what's up, yo! Congratulations! Yeah, thank you, thank you. So. Uh, it ended up being, um, it was, they wanted to get like 10, 10 teams. It was their first time doing it. Uh, they ended up getting seven and then four submitted films. So it was cool. It was cool to, to get that experience again. I've done another one with um, other people. And 
I had less of a role. I was kind of like an assistant camera and stuff like that. And we ended up winning. But this one, I was like, it was me and my boy who signed up. And then we had two actors and then um, a couple people as far as uh, helping us write. And, it, yeah, it was, it was just really fun, you know. You're, you're up late nights and, and really just pushing it. That's what's up, yo. Congratulations, man. That that's yeah, that, that's really fucking dope to hear. And as far as the people that you were working with, you said it was your friends. Was it people that you met along the way of doing this, or people that you've like your day ones that you grew up with? Who like? Because <clears throat> it, it was actually uh. No, go ahead. Go on. Okay, it was my boy. Uh, his name's Andreas. Um, I actually met him through, um in uh college, uh, St. John's. We went to school together. We uh, were actually on the frisbee team, and then. Through that, later on, like, I don't know, a couple weeks in, we realized we had the same major and everything, so it was just really cool, you know, when we stayed in contact, you know, just one of the good friends that I made from, from St. John's, so, um, and then he knew the actors, the actor, and then um, my boy helped us with a location, so it was, it was a good time. That's what's up, man, and as far as... <clears throat> As far as uh, the contest and everything, how is it that you guys, was it something you had to submit something beforehand to get into it? Or, like, you had to show proof of experience or anything? Like, how did that whole work? How did that come about that you guys got into that? Like, because it's a, you said it was 74 hours, 72 hours? 72 hours, yeah. So it's like basically four days, I think it is, or three days? Three days. Wow. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like, what? Clearly, you love what you do, but what makes someone go for that? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, did you go for it, or was it something that you were picked for? And it was like a contest. Like, they're like, "All right, you got picked for this. This is it." Like, did you know beforehand that it was going to be that type of thing, or was it something that it was a surprise because you guys won a spot and that was like the final, like the last thing that you guys had to do? No, he um he actually found out about it. I think either through like Facebook or something. So they have a, a bunch of these different kind of contests, and uh, I think seventy-two is usually a a, a popular one. Um, so he just yeah, you just sign up, pay a fee, and then um, that's pretty much it. And they send you the information and go about it. <laughs> Damn man, because I I kept seeing you post stuff up and you kept putting the hours that were down, and I'm like, yo, this dude yeah. is really fucking doing this shit. I'm like, this is fucking <laughs> cracked out. I'm like, I don't know, man. It's me, and I don't I don't sleep, but it's not by choice. Like it's just I be having sleeping problems, but I'm like, yo, I can just imagine to be like trying to record people and you want them to do it a certain way and it's like but that that's the other shit was it like you you were able to do retakes and all that or were you did you have a limited amount of times you can do a take or like what i don't know man i'm pretty sure that it was some type of shit like that where it was some strict rules right um so so i think like being you know we wanted to, we went into it kind of with loose like we knew what we could accomplish kind of thing but also like we wanted to have fun with it. So we were a little bit more lenient. Like we were doing some, after we wrote the script, we had some other people like kind of look, look at it, try to figure out if, if it needed anything. Um, and then obviously we brought it to the actors and if they wanted to put their own spin on certain dialogues. Um, and yeah, so we, we were a little bit loose, more loose than what I've seen in the past. But like when it came down to shooting, you know, we, we tried to keep it as as quick 
as possible, but also get what we needed. And, um, and you know, he was shooting until about, I think, like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning on, on Saturday. And our, our goal, goal was to, to get all of the shots done on Saturday, so we really didn't need any reshoots. But unfortunately, we kind of got pushed back, and we didn't need any reshoots on on Saturday on Sunday. But we had a scene we didn't get to, but we knew that was something that could be done quickly. So we just um, we pushed it back and, and got it done on Sunday uh, real quick, so that you know the actor could do everything else that he needed to do that day. Um, but yeah. I think for the most part, like when you have a deadline, it does kind of push you to to get everything done in that in that span, you know. Yeah, man. And it's, as far as the the if you guys was it one of those things where you had time to edit and everything, or was like within that time frame you had to do the editing also? Yeah, 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 yeah. We we had to do that Damn, thing man. in that seventy two hours. So see, that's that's um, another thing. That's like a. Stressful. I think it was. I, yeah, I think it was after we got done. Um, we drove back. He he made some food because um, nothing was nothing that we wanted was open. And then um, I just started like syncing the audio like right away, just so that we could. You know, we're we're a little tired to edit, but from the full day of shooting. Um, but yeah, I woke up like. And like you said, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm a kind of person who I would love to sleep more, but I just don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> like I, I can, I can function off of like two, three hours of sleep. Nah, yeah, I'm the same way. Like if it's really necessary, I'm, I'm the type of person I can push through and I can do what the fuck I got to do. But when I can, I want to sleep, you know what I'm saying? So I, <laughs> I, I understand, but I do get when it's something that you love, what you're doing is, it's not really... Like, you feel it, but you don't feel it as much as if it was something that you were, like, trying not to do at all, that you didn't have any interest in. Exactly. So, there was a point where I got, like, I want to say, like, 95% of the dialogue um, synced, uh, like, like, the audio track and the, and the video track. And then there was, like, one that was just giving me problems, and I was just like, all right, I got to I gotta take a break and take home and go to, go to bed for a little bit. And then when I woke up in the morning and went back into it, it was like, it was quick. Like I found what I needed to find. Exactly. There's just some, some moments where you have to take that little break. Yeah, no, nah, I feel you. I totally agree with that. I've been there before. Um, as far as um, being that you've been doing this clearly for a long fucking time, how long have you yeah. been fucking doing photography and videography and all this? How, like, literally, if you had to say, like, officially from day one, it, like, what would you say someone should start saying, like, okay, this is, like, I'm a photographer, I'm a videographer, I'm an artist in this field. When do you think, as soon as they pick up a camera, their first shot, their first, or their first paid, like, gig that they get? I mean, if you want to slap amateur in front of it, I guess you can. But I would say, you know, fake it till you make it, like, go for it. If you, you know, there's, there's definitely a lot of, like you said, tutorials and stuff to, you know, that you can teach yourself while you're still learning but i feel like as we go we're all just learning you know we're all figuring new ways and new techniques and inspiring each other to, to do new things so if you're like really about it and that's what you want to do i would just say you're a photographer um i feel you but that. um 
um, as far as um, did you say ask another question too, or was it? No, after after that, what I wanted to ask you as far as when you're starting out, do you feel you need to have like? Because I know a lot of people just use whatever you have. But then I know yeah. at the same time when you're, it's it's like me and I know I have, uh, get little pet peeves, I guess, when like I hear other people do stuff or I watch and it's something that I care about. And I'm like, all right, like I understand, but it's like, all right, I don't like this. I don't like that. Like it could be not the quality, but it could be like, all right, I'm watching this and it's like, I don't care about the quality or the sound, but it's like, all right, keep the camera still. Or like, all right, yeah, I, I don't yeah, I got you. you get what I'm saying? Like, what do you think besides for like the camera equipment? What are some tips you would give beginners? Because I know, like I said, I know everyone is tired of hearing. Yeah, use whatever you have. And it's like, all right, give me something I can use. Like, what's something that I could like give me some real constructive criticism besides for equipment wise? What are some tips you can give people as far as there's do's and don'ts when they're first starting? Like, do you advise them not to post here or not to post too much, not to focus on posting? Do you advise them to do that? Do you advise them to focus more on the skill of it instead of picking up the camera first and learn the history behind it? Like, what do you think are some good beginner tips for people? So I would, oh, that's what the one thing. So I've been, I would say to put a time on it, I've been doing it for 10 years because I picked up my first DSLR 10 years ago. I was doing like little montage cuts and stuff with like Windows Movie Maker before that. But if I had to put like my first video and everything on it, it was, you know, 10 years ago. Uh, and it was oh, oh, <laughs> 2011 when I picked up the camera and DSLR. Um, and as far as like do's and don'ts, I would say as far as like posting goes, the numbers won't always dictate, like, if your art is meaningful. I think you have to break out of, like, the fact that if something flops, it doesn't mean it's not good, you know? I always try to, like, keep the mindset of it's not in the right audience at the moment. Because I've known that I've done, I've shot something, edited it, it was great. I posted it on my page. It may have got, like, 10, 15 likes. But then I see it posted on like somebody who has a huge platform and it's getting tons of likes tons of comments you know so just because it's not doing the numbers on your page or it doesn't mean that it's not like a good piece of work and and as far as like equipment i'm somebody who is going to be a hypocrite right now because i do always want to like think that I, i i need the best equipment so I'm trying to get out of, I'm trying to break out of that mindset myself. I'm trying to keep like the stuff that I have right now because I do really love it. Um, but as far as quality, like you really can make a, and people have done it, make films on iPhones now. If you get like a good, I think that the main thing to focus on, if you want to be in a good, in a good, like, like you said, like shaking sometimes is an aspect to, to focus on and audio. Like, bad audio can really kill a film. So if you get into that mindset of, like, learning how to get proper audio or investing in uh, sound equipment that will really, like, make the production sound the best it can, sometimes the visuals won't always need to matter as much as, as weird as it sounds. And then there's different styles that you can choose, you know, because, like, Cloverfield's that shaky movie where you're not relying on 
on the actual visuals, you know, you're just relying on how it makes you feel. So it's definitely dictated by, you know, what you want to express. I totally agree with that <clears throat> as far as like the shakiness and everything because that's one of the movies also like from that to um I forget there was like this horror movie I forgot what the fuck it was called man like that the I Blair know. Witch uh, yeah, the Blair Witch but there was this other one that was shot on an iPhone like the entire thing and it was about this chick who apparently she goes she's she's scared of some dude or something or some domestic shit and then she tries going to the doctor they think she's crazy and then she has an argument with him or something and she goes back to the hospital and they try keeping her in the hospital or some shit like that and like some psych ward and like the whole movie's crazy but it's like mad simple and it's done on a fucking iphone but like unless someone tells you like yo it's done on an iphone you wouldn't have noticed because the acting is good the like mm -hmm. the, the the editing or the transitioning or whatever the fuck like all of that is done in a way where it's really cinematic and then like you said what really made it what gave it that real cinematic feel was the 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 um what is it called the audio the the, the mm -hmm. music they used in the background the sound and how, yep. all of that you know because if it was if you really don't focus on that and you really was to just use the audio from the iPhone and, you know, sir, you can tell, but you can tell you can use the, the video from a phone and then the the audio from this and that and piece it all together and everything like that. So I, I agree with you. I think that that does do a major um, that gives a major benefit to anyone who doesn't have the privilege of using all the fancy stuff. But at the same time, I do understand where you're coming from as far as wanting all the latest stuff, because when you're into it, you really get into it and you like it and you want to get the new toys that come out. Whereas to some other people, they only get it because they see that the most popular person has it and they got the most expensive shit. So they're like, I have to have it. Meanwhile, they get it and they don't even use the, the basic functions on it at all because either they don't know how or they don't care to find out what it really does. Yeah. And the problem is with like wanting the newest equipment is as soon as it comes out, the next like two to three months like there's something new so you're, you're really like gonna feel bad if you get something a good camera and then like a sony and then three months later sony's dropping a new camera with like a, just like one or two different uh additions and you're like sure why didn't i why didn't i wait exactly no exactly i I've, I've done that i've sat there and i thought oh i'm gonna get this mic or i'm gonna get this that i'm gonna get and then after a couple months it's like oh did you know they got an even better version of this that does everything that the other one does for a hundred dollars cheaper and all that i'm like what the fuck like i'm like i can't win so i'm literally like yo if it 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 works and it gets the job done and no one can tell the difference like fuck it i don't care i'm gonna close my eyes and think it's the latest fucking updated version of whatever the fuck that just came out and i'll make it work you know and that's that's like the thing with me too as much as i love visuals and i love something cinematic like there's sometimes when like the soundtrack just makes it that much better and you get lost in it yeah like interstellar's soundtrack is just so yes. fucking amazing yes i agree with you i really agree that with shit you. blows you away when on top of being like such a cinematic masterpiece for me like the, the music just does wonders for it and i i feel like if you want to be in um in the the film in the field of filming and everything i feel like from what i've heard and i didn't want to go down the track because i'm not the best at audio but they always need sound guys 
or sound wooden, you know, that's like something that's not in the heaviest of supplies. So if you do want to go down that route, I feel like that might be a little bit easier to, to, to get on a set and then work your way up or something. Yeah, no, but that's, that's definitely... I, I'm a big uh, I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of finding finding whatever window or, or side door you can to get into the building you're originally trying to get into. So because you never know, man. At the end of the day, if you're a photographer, you're a videographer, you're a music artist, there's gonna be it doesn't matter what it is. There's gonna be all aspects that you would like to learn from top to bottom of whatever it is that you're doing, because you won't want to mm -hmm. sit there and be like, all right, I want to do this. And they'll be like, all right, I don't know how to do it. I got to find someone to do it. Then the excuse of it not getting done is all, oh, you can't find someone to do it. Then learn how to do it and do it yourself. Yep. You get what I'm saying? So there's always a way around that. I agree with you on that. Um, is there anything as far as what you have going on right now that you want to let people know about to go check out? Cause I know I'm going to, uh, do, do you have a link? There's a link to, to can people watch the, um, the project you did for the 42, uh, the 72 hours. Uh, I actually put it on my YouTube, so I'll, I'll send it to you and, and you can link it for sure. Cause I have it like unlisted, but if you have a link, you can watch it. So that, that'll definitely work out. I'll yeah. send it over to you. All right, so I'll put that in the description, too. Is there any projects you would like people to know about that you got going on or that you're working on with anybody else that you would like to show some love on or have people be on the lookout for? Yeah, I would definitely um, say look out for um, the work I have coming with Solo Jones and definitely just check him out musically because, I mean, I've been rocking. He was literally, his him and his crew back in the day were the first official music video that I shot. Um, and I've just been working with him ever since and then just that work ethic just turned into like a friendship and then now he's just family so I mean any chance I get I definitely want to shout him out just the fact of him having music that I fuck with too has just been uh, dope to, to see and see him show to see him grow as an artist too has been just dope to see that's what's up but, um, you, you, yeah. you definitely gotta give me his info so I can reach out to him and have him on yeah, absolutely. For sure. Um, all right, so before we get out of here, man, I'm gonna put all the, the links and all the stuff in the description for people to reach you and um whether they wanna just see what you got going on or reach out to you professionally and see if they could do some business. But um before we get out of here, is there anything you wanna tell the people, whether they're fans, whether they're haters, whether they're inspiring photographers, videographers, graphic designers, or or anything at all, what is something that you would like them to know? What's something you would like them to hear? What's something you would like to say to them and get off your chest? Or just some advice that you wish you heard from someone who had the experience you had that you felt you needed to hear? What's something you would like to say before you get out of here? Yeah, I mean, first off, I've been rocking with the show for a little bit, and I definitely appreciate you having me on, and just your words always kind of resonate with me, so it's dope to be here. Um, and as far as, like, something, I would just say post, post, post whatever you want. Share your art into the world. Like, you don't know what you're sitting on and how the world will view it until you actually post it, and failure really doesn't like equate like you can you can flop multiple times and still you know learn from the mistakes or, or produce something better and um like don't be afraid or don't take 
like some people will just hate just to hate, so you can't take you got to take it with a grain of salt. Um, if somebody's giving you constructive criticism, I would definitely always be open to that. But like I literally had so much work that I just realized that I've just sat on, and that's why I've just been. I feel like funneling it into Twitter and just posting as much as I can now because it was just so many times when, um, I don't know if it was just being tired and just being lazy. Um, and I wouldn't, you know, I would, I would go somewhere, take some photos and then just have them sitting on my hard drive and not, not do anything with it. And now going back and re-editing some stuff and posting it now that I have kind of built like a little community, community of people who kind of um will engage with me more um and then like really liking my work it kind of just shows me that you know if i didn't end up posting all this stuff like where would i be it would just be sitting somewhere and i know there's a lot of artists with like music or paint painters with stuff that they might not want to share um but i would just say put it out in the world you never know what's going to happen I feel you, man. I, I'm I'm a hoarder of my art as well, so I, I feel like I need to start <laughs> dumping my stuff out too, little by little. So I I totally agree with you on that. I feel like there's a lot of people that are like that, whether you're um an artist or whether you're just afraid to express yourself and and show people that other side of you. So I totally agree with you on that, man. Yo, on some real shit, I really appreciate you being a a supporter of the podcast, also of just reaching out, man, and and. Um, just keeping in contact with me all this time for us going back and forth. I'm looking forward, man, to being on your podcast as well with you and your friend, man, and and, and seeing how that goes. But, um, yo, thank you for being on. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank everybody. Just say one other thing, real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. If, um, if anybody's ever feeling like subconscious or just like their art or something is not up to par and just want some constructive criticism, they can always send it my way. If you want to put, um, ask me for like my email through like IG or, or Twitter, I'm always open to to have an unbiased opinion and just let you know what I think about something. Uh, that's what's up. I'm pretty sure a lot of people appreciate that. And I'm like I said, I'm going to have all his social media contact info in the description below. So make sure you check that out. Go show him some love. He's really active on um, Twitter. So make sure you reach out to him on Twitter. Um, anything at all. Uh oh shit hold on I don't know why this is the calling my phone sorry about that <laughs> can't <laughs> no, hold these no. other things but um all right yo so let's get up out of here Kels thank you for stopping by and uh, sharing with us what you got going on letting the people know about you and everybody thank you for tuning in this has been another episode of clapping <laughs> clapping out clocking <laughs> out highlight you out the next one stay safe uh peace peace appreciate you no problem man I'll ask you one.